This is The Art Life. Hello, I'm Zandra Robinson-Burns, writer and the protagonist of Heroin Training. Today we are reflecting on The Artist's Way, week six, and joining me is my co-host, actress and activist, Grace Gordon. Grace, how is your art life? My art life is sharing the wealth in Keeping with the theme of this week, I have just had a lovely experience. Um, I was really looking forward to a new month because I had it in my passion planner that uh, I wanted to join some new Patreons uh, as a patron in February. I um, I had that on my list, right? That's a goal for February, and I did it a few days ago. I just like joined the Patreons of these two podcasts that I listen to and love and uh, a a Patreon for a sex educator who's like work I consume on Instagram. And I've been really enjoying the the perks of of their Patreon communities. But I was really just excited because I wanted to support them. You know, I'm listening to these shows or I'm reading essays by this educator and I was so looking forward to joining their Patreons and giving something back. Um, and I am just so much a believer that, you know, the more you give to other people freely and just because it feels good, the more the universe gives back to you. So I did this and I was enjoying connecting to the communities and just being able to give money at all. That felt good. And then today specifically, I just had all of these lovely things happen. I had a couple of friends reach out to me today. Um, Henry Brahas and Sean Leischer, who are both friends of the show, being two of them, to like send me, uh, work opportunities, sending me like open call for a, co- like women in comics, um, project and another like, uh, art and comics oriented project. And Sean sent me an open call for like a virtual theater gig. And they just, you know, out of nowhere thought of me. And sent me these work opportunities. And I had some other things happen today with some friends in the industry offering me referrals to their managers. And it all came out of nowhere. And um, I'm just feeling so grateful that I have such lovely people in my life who want to help me and who think of me out of nowhere to like extend invitations to submit myself to things. But it also feels so right that in this week where I was so excited to like give money to these podcasts and, um, you know, like share my wealth that all of a sudden I'm, I'm being contacted by other friends and other artists who want to do that for me. So my art life is sharing the wealth. And I'm just so excited to talk about this episode this week in the artist's way, which is all about abundance. Yay. I'm, I'm so excited that you are sharing these direct examples of giving and receiving because it's it's so powerful to share. And I think we've all experienced that here. And we've come to week six of the artist's way here on our recaps that like, yeah, sharing the experience is is something. And what I love about the gifts that you received was that I think they're all free, right? They're just referrals and sharing knowledge and sharing opportunities that didn't cost anything. Exactly. Like, it, it, I wasn't asking for anything, and, and no one is specifically 
paying me for something. It's this feeling of just people thinking of me, even. Like, out of nowhere, mm. people saying, hey, I'm thinking of you. Look at this opportunity I just saw you, that you should submit for, that you're right for. Like, I think that's just a lovely thing. That just feels so yeah. good. And I'm going to do all of them. I'm going to submit to all of them. Someone posted recently, an artist I admire posted, like, make friends with people who bring your name up in a room full of opportunity. Mm. You know, those are re real friends. Yeah. And it just, I just felt so moved today by all of these artist friends thinking of me in a world full of opportunity. So lovely. Zandra, how is your art life? My art life is observing the waning moon. As we're recording this, the moon is still waning. And when the episode goes up, it'll have just started afresh as the new moon. And for the past year or so, I've been really following the cycles of the moon and in incorporating that into my own projects and the, the flow of my own projects and, and tasks. So at the waning moon, I like to wrap up projects. I like to finish reading books that I've been meaning to finish, do the last few tasks on outstanding projects, clean out my inbox, that kind of thing. And I find myself tempted when I finish a book to just start the next one right away. And I'm excited to to race into the, starting the next thing and keeping the momentum going. But especially at this time every month, I remind myself to take a pause and to just sit with what I've finished for a couple of days, just wait for the new moon to start a new book. And I wanted to bring that up today because we're going through this 12-week program of The Artist's Way Together, and that is a long time. So it might not always feel like you're going up and up and up and further and further. It This kind of journey has more, is more rounded and it will feel like you're going up and down and it, it did for me. So I wanted to bring back the reminder of cyclical living. I'm so glad you brought that up. And I was reminded this week in the just sort of the, the first paragraph, the first little description of the artist's way. Uh, she will in each in each week, I mean, she'll express like how you might feel working through that week. Like in this abundance chapter, I, I remember at the beginning of it, she says like, you might experience anger, like f fits of anger this week. Um, and we've talked, I mean, we when Claire Baker was on the show, we talked about menstrual cycles and cyclical living in that way. And I love following um, at least a ritual for every new moon and full moon. Where did you first get that idea? Of the waning moon? Of just following the moon cycle and scheduling your creative output around it. Input and output, I guess. It started years ago with my friend Kate, who is an author, and introduced me to a lot of these witchy practices. She's a, a writing buddy and a passion planner buddy of mine. And she invited me to her house to have a waning moon wrap-up session with 
her and her wife and started this little group of us who um, who would, would like bring a couple of tasks with us in the evening and we put on some music and just before the new moon we would finish up any of those like little projects that we wanted to have some closure on and that was the first time I had considered using something like the moon to inform my productivity. So I think that was the first little indicator that, oh, this is fun (laughs) and this feels really right. And since then, I have been reading more about it. And I just signed up for a moon magic workshop at my local witch shop, Black Moon Botanica. I'm be attending virtually from the comfort of my home. So my... My moon education continues, and Claire talks about it in her book as well. So I'm just, I'm excited to to share my explorations in progress. I'm so excited, and I'm obsessed with this friendship date, this wrapping up the whatever's going on in your life date. Um, I think that's so lovely. It's reminding me of the the Finding Your People episode that we had about a year ago, what I'll link to in the show notes, where we actually talked about some uh, some community ideas and doing, you know, hosting events twice a month, hosting them on a full moon and a new moon. So we actually have a discussion in that episode as well. And I'm just remembering. Uh, so we'll link to that in the show notes. And um, yeah, I hope I hope people listening, though, look into this because it has really been inspiring to me just to listen. Grace, as he mentioned, this was our recovering a sense of abundance week. This was one of my favorite weeks. How did you find it? I definitely looked forward to this week or I was excited when I saw what it was because the philosophy of this week is very much um, my philosophy on abundance and even money. So it, it's something that I, I didn't have resistance to because like that has been my experience in life is this, you know, the, the less you constrict, the less you tighten and worry, the more uh, abundance you have. Not just that, but as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode already, I have truly found in my life that the more I give, the more I get. And not always in the exact way, right? Like I shared at the beginning, you know, I was giving some money to, to people I love and I was getting opportunities in return. Um, but it's a noticeable flow. And so I was really excited when we when I saw which week it was because like I'm already a yes to this concept. So I have no anger or resistance to this. I'm just like, yay, I get to work on on these things and I get to to be in the flow that feels so good and so right to me. I felt prepared for this chapter and I am grateful for you, Grace, for introducing me to these concepts that you've just described and for introducing me to Gala Darling's program, Radical Rituals Abundance, where I've learned a lot about money mindset. And so by the time I got to the exercise about filling in the blanks about my money beliefs, I realized I have done a lot of work on this already. So I feel like 
I this was this was like a a test at the end of the um the, of that and of Denise Duffield Thomas's book that we discussed in Art of Barter um in that episode. So I feel like I've I've read a lot about money mindset and I've I've implemented a lot of it. So it was rewarding for me to get to this chapter and realize how far I've come because a few years ago, I would have filled in much more negative answers. And so I'm curious what our our campfire of listeners have experienced with this chapter too, if they are less familiar with or less um, obsessed <laughs> as I am with this concept of improving my money mindset. But you and I were talking um in our getting started episode and off air about our hesitations with some of the language in in this book around um, just go spend some money on yourself and treat your artist. And so I wanted to bring up that when I went through this week in the artist's way, I made a lot of improvements and changes in my life and my home that were pretty much all free. So the book says things like, go and buy yourself a notebook to keep track of what you're spending money on. And even though I love following the rules, I chose to use a notebook that I already had in my, in my drawer <laughs> and to not spend money on that because I set a small budget for doing this program and that helped me keep to it. But some of the things that I did change in my home that were free were I reorganized my desk drawers. We have this one table in our living room that is our dining table and also my work table. And I just gave myself more drawers because we had the space for that. And I'm using it more often as a desk than anything else. So that felt like generosity to myself and claiming the space that I needed. I rearranged the fridge so ingredients that we used more often were more accessible and I didn't have to go rummaging through and feeling, you know, in a frenzy of, of a fridge frenzy. I washed the bath mats, just put them in the washing machine, and I burned a candle in the bathroom that we already have. But there's something about burning a candle and putting it in the bathroom that just feels extra luxurious. So these are all things that felt amazing and like such upgrades, but it was just about giving them to myself and wasn't about going out and buying anything new. I'm so glad you bring this up because that is something that comes up in the book a lot. Go buy yourself a treat, uh, take yourself out on an artist date, at, you know, to to this place that, you know, there's a price of admission. Um, buy yourself these supplies for uh, celebrating yourself or, you know, for an artist date or for your morning pages. And um, while I do think that there is value in that because we have to recognize the areas of our life where we are willing to overspend. Maybe it's on other people. Maybe it's on things that don't nourish our souls or our creativity. And maybe we are starving our, you know, our, our artist of very simple pleasures. And there's room in our budgets that can be allocated. At the same time, though, I think that it's really important to be reminded that you don't actually have to spend money 
to go through this book. Um, and that often some of the best ideas come from that restriction of not spending money, of not just paying for something. Um, one of the reasons this chapter is really good for me is that I am someone who has fallen into at many different times in my life, but even in the past four years living in LA, I am someone who has fallen into the, well, I will create when I have, when I can afford to trap. I'll make a piece of art when I have the money or I will you know, I have to get these materials together and then, then I can submit to the manager. And, uh, but first I have to get new headshots and all of these things that cost an exorbitant amount of money. These excuses essentially that I, I tell myself I have, I have to have money in order to do this. I have fallen into that trap so many times in my life, in my art life. And it is excuses, Sandra. Obviously, I'm not discounting the fact that financial hardship is a real thing. And I have, you know, gone through terrible times financially in my life. Um, so I'm not saying that that's not real. That, of course, having money in the bank gives you freedom and a sense of safety. And, you know, being able to afford your basic needs is really important outside of having a budget for creating an art project. But that also, there are so many things we can create for zero dollars. So one thing I wanted to bring up because it's something that I've utilized this past year that has been so amazing, inspiring, useful, and very much about flow is, um, I'm, I've joined my neighborhood buy nothing group. My, uh, the, the buy nothing project is a, a gifting economy community you essentially um you join a group you can only join one for your neighborhood and it's moderated by volunteers and people just post uh something they're giving they're getting rid of whether it's you know a platter or a, a bag of kids clothes um people say give and then other people in the neighborhood comment and, and say, I'd love to be considered. You can also ask for things. Um, I just posted in my Buy Nothing group because I have, as I mentioned last episode, I have um, a new uh, gallery show coming up and the specifics on the kind of frames that are needed um, are like frames that I don't have and could be expensive. So I posted my Buy Nothing group and I said, I need ornate unique frames and i gave an example in a picture does anyone have one and i just picked up three last night from a neighbor so i am obsessed with the buy nothing project there's a book about the the philosophy of it um, written by the founders that i'll link to in the show notes because i honestly can't remember the name of it but google the buy nothing project it's amazing so in the past year i have gotten to know my neighbors first of all even so it, at like a distant um, contactless, uh, social distant, you know, situation. Um, I've gotten to know people just through the community of this, of this Facebook group. I have shared so much. I've gotten rid of clothes and things I no longer need, um, books and, and things that have gone on to people who will use them. I have also collected frames 
someone gave me an easel because I was working on a project and having like back problems from hunching over and someone gave me an easel. I've received a ton of like shoes and wardrobe items that I've used for shoots, um, which has been great because I, I do a lot of photo shoots and I do run out of wardrobe. I don't want to be photographing the same thing all the time. And so the Buy Nothing group has been a, such a gift and it's something that exists internationally. Um, but it's just, a, it's been a great reminder that like there's so much that can be shared in a community and that it doesn't have to cost money to make something. What an amazing resource and and project and philosophy. It really is. And I, while I'm talking specifically about this group and I'll link about, you know, to the book, this is something that can be brought into daily life outside of joining a Facebook group. You know, like even if you don't want to be part of specifically the Buy Nothing Project, like this is something you can bring into your life. You can offer your friends things. You can barter skills as we talked about in the show before. Um, and just like to have the creativity to say, okay, like I can't afford hundreds of dollars for new headshots, but I can put a backdrop up and take some pictures. I did that with my roommate Katra last uh, last year. Her manager needed new pictures like really quickly because her hair had grown out. So I took them for her with her phone and they looked great and they were usable. There's so much we can do with what we already have. And um, that's one of the reasons I really look forward to talking about this chapter is because I am someone who falls into the, well, I'll make something when I have money trap. And it can be incredibly self-sabotaging. Um, and and even, you know, months of procrastination in my own life gone to just that negative belief. And so this past year and just and just the times where I've challenged that, thanks to things like The Artist's Way, I've been reminded that like I can make so much with what I already have or what my neighbors are are offering to give me freely. As I'm processing my very warm feelings towards this concept of reciprocity and sharing something that comes to mind is that it's a, it's a great way to practice articulating what you want it's a great way to show up in a in a group or to a friend and say i really need an easel or i need this specifically and by coming up with that that specific dollar amount or that specific tool or need that needs to be met, I've found that the the universe has a way of granting it. And it's often in a creative way that I hadn't anticipated before because there's this vague idea of like, oh, when I have more, then this will be easier. But when we are specific about what does what part of more would really help me right now? And who can I ask for it? There's something really simple and and also it's you know it's it's a challenge. It's there's an opportunity for growth to grow into that that mindset of I can ask for what I want. Exactly. And also because sometimes it is as simple as you actually don't need money. You need a favor. You need a referral. Or you need to use an easel 
or you need to borrow someone's ladder. Like sometimes you don't need to even buy something at all. You just need five minutes of someone's time. And so getting specific is really valuable. And like you said, if you can do that, often the universe will provide it through synchronicity or through you being brave enough to just ask, you will receive. So I'm I'm so glad we brought that up. And then the other thing, which I think you'll be excited to talk about too, is some of the tasks were focused on like on like postcard sending and and giving to other people. And like so, you know, my example at the beginning of this episode of like I was really excited to give to these Patreons. Um it's so important for us to recognize how good it feels to give. Because then we don't feel so much nervousness and shame around asking, right? Or around receiving. Like, I feel good supporting the artists and the podcasts that I love. So I should allow people to do that for me. It feels good to give. So let it feel good to receive. The other day, I took a stack of books to my local book box lending library that one of my neighbors has outside their door, which is my favorite thing. And pretty much any time I'm coming home, I make a detour to stop and see what books are there. And I've taken some books in the past and I've left some books in the past. But specifically, I had this stack of books that were sellable and at the moment we're in lockdown and the the bookshop where I would take them to to sell them to is is closed so i i had this stack of books that are like oh when the when the bookshop opens again i can earn a couple of pounds <laughs> from these like resellable books but i just it felt like it it felt generous to me and i emphasize this because generosity will feel a certain way to each individual for each act. It felt like an extra giving thing of me to take these books that I could sell and put the whole stack in the lending library, which I noticed recently has been a little empty. So I'm so excited to go back and to see if people have picked up the books, if they've gone on to new homes. And I am just making this connection now that one of the things that happened to me when I went through this week of the artist's way, on my artist date, I found another lending library book box like this on the other side of town. And I picked up a book that I had been on my shopping list for a while. And it was one of the things that I noted down in the tasks of these are examples of abundance showing up in my life. So the, the loop has been closed I love that you realize this while talking it out because it's a perfect give and receive. It's a perfect loop. Thank you, universe. Thank you, synchronicity. Like, and, and thank you for remembering that, Zandra, because I mean, what a great example. There was a book on your list and yes. that you got it right in your hands. Coming to you live, <laughs> that realization. I, I also loved the postcard task. And now that some time has passed since I've done this week, I can report back that I I sent my five postcards, I think it was, to friends a f- 
a few of them I'm in touch with frequently, um, like you, Grace, and a few I hadn't been in touch with for months, and everyone wrote back. So, um, oh, how lovely! That was amazing, and that's the kind of thing I feel like I can report back on since I did this program in the past. Like, yes, <laughs> here's what came back to me. It was all the postcards, and I will just just remind everyone that we have a PO box. We do. We have a PO box for the show. So if you're still working through week six while listening to this, you can send us a postcard and we will write you back or, re- or read about it on the show. Um, yeah, I I really enjoyed that. You and I are enthusiastic letter writers. So I figured that we both would do that task since that's such a yes. Um, I, I, I sent out a, a couple words of encouragement or uh, things to old friends or collaborators. Um, Angelica Washington, who was a past guest of the show, I sent her a postcard because she's in Atlanta filming the next season of Stargirl right now. I also sent one, you'll be tickled to know, uh, which was received today. I sent a postcard to my sister's new puppy. Oh my gosh. I sent a postcard to her new puppy that she just adopted over the weekend, um, who I have not met yet, but I figured I would send a postcard so that she was welcomed home. Well, now you're in touch. (laughs) Yeah, now we're in touch. (laughs) Grace, was there anything else from this week that you want to touch on before we get to listener stories? No, we had such lovely notes from listeners uh, this week. So I think we should just get right into to sharing what our our um, friends have have sent us this week. So we want to send some encouragement to Janae, <laughs> who just started. Would you like to read yes, her? Sure. Janae is a is a friend of the show, um, who who had had purchased a a copy of The Artist's Way and intended to start, and and it has now started. So she let us know that she started this week, so she's on week one, Um, and she said, not knowing that we have been, by the way, discussing accessibility and injuries and, uh, you know, adjusting the tools, the basic tools of The Artist's Way to what you need, and specifically talking last week about morning pages. Because she's on week one, she doesn't know any of this. And she sent me a text and she said, Grace, morning pages are terrible. I'm behind, but I just finished week one and I listened to your recap and I am glad I am not alone. I think I spend half my pages talking about how bad my handwriting has become. Anyway, on to week two. Pour one out for my hand. I just cracked up reading that because she has no idea that there was like a whole long discussion last episode about about hand injuries and and morning pages specifically. So I was like, oh, you have so much to look forward to. Welcome, Janae. I'm just so excited that we're we're getting this grumpy reaction from her, but she's still going on to week two. And by the time you get to this episode, um, just we're sending you extra encouragement and support and appreciation for being here. Exactly. I really like the the resistant messages sometimes because I have them too. It's like when we had reading deprivation week, I complained bitterly before (laughs) and during and after. And that's part of the fun, though, is like, I, you know, this thing is a challenge. 
I am complaining and that we can commiserate together and come out of of the experience often with a lot of growth. But yeah, um, I, I love messages like that. And I was so happy to hear from her, of course, and also hear that she's joining us. It, it is such a relief to just uh, let out all the frustration and share it together. It, it, it really feels like I, since I have gone through it now and I'm in this space of, uh, of observing you going through it and our readers going through it and cheering everyone on, reflecting on it. I'm, I'm like on the sidelines of the race now holding out, out cups for, of water for people to hydrate themselves. And I just, I love being part of that, um, about, of the long distance running analogy without actually running anymore. That was such a perfect analogy. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it so much. Uh, Yeah. As a veteran of the artist's way who is also doing it, I just feel like I'm a, I've, you know, done the marathon every year. And so I'm, I'm like, I'm along with everyone else on the marathon, but I'm also like, you're going to get through it. No, I know. It hurts every time. Still, all these years later, you're like running it with oh, the yeah. shirt from the year before. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> finisher. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Exactly. And on that note, another welcome. Um, uh, someone who I'm friendly with on Instagram, Kian. He he dropped a comment on my Instagram this week, just saying that he had just started week one. He's listening to our show, and he sent us the, just the loveliest set of compliments about the show itself, which I really appreciated. But he also just said that it you know it's it sparked his motivation to start sketching again. And so, Kian, you'll be listening to this episode in week six, but um, we're so happy that you're here, and thank you for your feedback. Happy sketching, and hello to everyone in the future as well. I feel like we've had a couple of, of week ones, week notes from week one today, so um, I just want to hold space for anyone discovering this episode six weeks from now or years from now. Hello. Yes, hello and welcome. We were really excited when we came up with this or when you came up with this idea, Zandra, to do The Artist's Way with the show and with our audience, in part because we knew there would be people joining years in the future or um, weeks late, whatever it is. There's no lateness, really, but uh, it's it's part of the joy is knowing that you know, you're listening along and doing the book with us, but that you can join at any time and we're still here for you along the journey. So um, I was really happy we got a couple of week one messages this week because uh, I, it's encouraging to us you know, to know that people are listening and joining um, and that they don't need to be on our timeline. Our timeline. Yeah, the cycle continues. Meanwhile, we are halfway through the book. Amazing. Have we even said that yet in this episode? I don't think so. Happy halfway so, point. So, oh my gosh. Here's your cup. Yeah. Ha- Here's your Here candy. is your cup. <laughs> Here's your, um. what are the little goos that marathon runners eat? <laughs> What's the little? Here's is your it little pow- goo. Is it, is it- <laughs> Here's your goo. Is it power gel? This is disgusting. I'm sorry. The, the 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 power gel thing is disgusting to me. So I'm I'm like cringing as I laugh. 
<laughs> keep going. Keep um, going, everyone. Speaking of like how this there. has spiraled into silliness and also racing, I just wanted to share my favorite thing from my own notes on this uh, this week of the Artist's Way, which was the exercise of writing down your favorites of things. For favorite cars, I <laughs> I was very proud. I wrote cars, cars three, cars two. Oh my god! I just love Pixar's Cars trilogy. <laughs> that is such a Zandra answer, and I'm now reminded I need to go watch Soul. Speaking of of Pixar movies, I still have not done that, and that was something that you encouraged me to do weeks ago. So. Well, that won't be my favorite car. I have a feeling that might be my uh, my new favorite Pixar movie, um, even though I haven't seen it yet. That would be the perfect thing to send us a postcard about. What are your favorite Pixar movies or just your favorite cars? Yes, we want to hear from you. And we are so happy that we uh, we got some lovely notes this week from our listeners. But whether it's Instagram comments or long, lovely emails or funny texts, or ideally everyone, what we really want is to get your postcards. Um, Please let us know where you are on your journey in the artist's way. We'd love to hear from you. And we would love to read your reviews on the show as well, answering the question, what is the art life? Leave us a review in the Apple Podcasts app. And we would love to read your your answer. This helps us to reach more people digitally, virtually, um, to grow our creative cluster. So we would really appreciate it if you would like to give us, gift us a review. Grace, what is the art life? The art life is a marathon <laughs> that we are running together. Zandra, what is the art life? <laughs> the art life is giggles. <laughs> we just like ended up giggling through the end of this episode, and that feels really good. So that and um and goo, giggles and goo. <laughs> I uh, giggles and goo. I it really is, and I'm <laughs> always happy when when our episodes devolve into that because it's 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 fun. You know that's why we're here. We're here because yeah. we want to hang out with each other and we want to joke around with our community. Um, it's not all a, a tough bard marathon. Some of it is joking around about about the ridiculous things that that we enjoy along the way. Oh my gosh. Well, Zandra, we talked today about your writing and your book habit and all of the the ways that you share the wealth. For people who are listening and want to learn more about your favorite books or what you're creating, where can people find your art? Grace, you always do such a lovely uh, transition into um, into this question, so I want to pause and appreciate that. I was like, how is she going to do it this time? Where have we gone? Well, I'm, I'm doing your program, Letters from, uh, Letters from Jane Austen, right now, so... I, it's on my mind that you, your art is inherently tied up with your favorite books. Oh, because oh yes, am, it is. In fact, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm I'm working my way through one of your one of your projects, which which is all about Jane Austen's work. So there we go. I can't wait to talk to you about that. Well, 
All of my art is based on heroinetraining.com. That's where you can read my essays, sign up for my newsletter. And if you'd like to read Jane Austen with me, I have a Letters from Jane Austen program, which is like a do-it-yourself two-person book club with you and I. Um, you can read through Jane Austen's novels, and I send you letters every couple of chapters through email. Grace, where can people find your art? My art is, well, as mentioned earlier, currently being submitted to a couple new projects. But um, but the best place to find me if you have social media is through Instagram, which is at Grace Gordon Official. That is where I am posting daily all the time about what I'm up to behind the scenes of projects I'm working on or photo shoots I'm doing and sometimes finding new listeners through that through that uh app so if that's how you found me and that's how you ended up listening to the show hi um people can see my art and and uh other links to what I'm up to over on Instagram and for now that's uh that's what I'll drop because that's the best best place to see the day-to-day of my art life. Well, everyone, until next time for week seven, from my side of the world, I wish you all a good morning. And from my side of the world, I wish you all a good night. Bye. Bye. This is The Art Life, a heroin training podcast with Grace Gordon and me, Zandra Robinson Burns. You can find us online and subscribe to our newsletter at theartlife.show. And send letters to The Art Life, care of Grace Gordon, P.O. Box number 4292, Valley Village, California, 91617. Our theme music is The Stream by Rory. Thank you for joining us.